creativity can take so many different forms in your professional and personal life. I was working with art directors and copywriters and designers who, you know, inspired me by day, and then they had, you know, gallery shows or zines they were producing or, you know, anything. I actually felt really motivated to get back to work to kind of be inspiring to my daughter and to say, you know, if I'm going to spend this time away from you, like, it better be for a good reason, you know, and not just for the paycheck. It is lauded that you are a mom and you are also a motivated career human. I'm not going to say career woman because that feels like a really dated term. but. You know, that's something that people admire, and so I would be very upfront about it. And Welcome to the Modern Honestly podcast. This is your host, Blessing Adeshio, founder and CEO of Modern Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Welcome to the Modern Honestly podcast. Today with me, I have the founding partner and ch- chief creative officer at Braden Co., uh, Angelica Temple. Can you um, tell us a little bit about yourself, about motherhood and your career, and how you got started at Braden Co.? Well, how much time do you have? That's Lots of time. <laughs> That's my whole life story. Um, no, but uh, I'm really excited to be having this conversation with you. So in terms of a little bit more about my background, uh, you know, growing up, I was passionate about storytelling. You know, I was a young 90s feminist when I was in middle school and high school. Um, and, and art and creativity were always the common thread with everything that I was really passionate about. So I studied philosophy and art in college, completely impractical majors. Um, after graduating, I actually lived in an artist residency, um, which is sort of like an artist colony or community up in northern Vermont for a year, then travel. That sounds very dreamy. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, you know, I kind of worked as a professional artist for a couple of years, and then reality set in, and I had to become an adult. So I got a job at an ad agency in New York in the creative department, and it was there that I realized that creativity can take so many different forms in your professional and personal life. I was working with art directors and copywriters and designers who, you know, inspired me by day and then they had, you know, gallery shows or zines they were producing or, you know, anything um, by night. And I thought that was really cool that you could have your passions on the side or, you know, still have them central to your life. So anyway, from there, I worked at a small startup called 20 by 200, whose mission is to bring art to everyone. So obviously that was my jam. And then my husband and I decided to move from New York to San Francisco. We just wanted to move west so that we could be in a city where our careers could flourish, but we could also go camping every weekend. So um, so we drove across the country, and the first weekend that we were here, I coincidentally was introduced to Britt and her husband, although they were not yet married at the time, Dave. And so... You know, Britt and I just hit it off, and about six months later, she reached out and said, hey, I'm thinking about starting something. You know, do you want to quit whatever you're doing now and start it up with me? And I obviously said yes. Wow. Um, So what did it take for you to quit your job? I mean, I'm just kind of 
trying to put myself in your shoes being approached by somebody that you know is starting a startup and so what was the what, what were the various factors that you had to consider um, you know, for me at the time, you know, I had a rental apartment and basically no responsibilities besides myself. So it wasn't even a long consideration. It was, you know, let's try this out and see what happens. I think, you know, Brit's really smart and creativity is my mission. So let's see what we can make of this thing. And if nothing else, it'll be an awesome learning experience. That's amazing. So, so now you're at Breed and Co. It looks like you guys um, just celebrated. Is it your seven year anniversary? Um, yeah. Okay. And so it's been seven years. What's a typical day for you as a C level executive? Yeah. So it's changed a lot, obviously, over the years. In the beginning, when it was just me and Britt, I was writing the content, shooting the photos, designing as a terrible graphic designer, and compared with our designers now. Um, and now, you know, my, the way I describe my role, so I oversee editorial, video, and creative. And within creative is design, um, of course. And, and I work closely really with all of the teams on maintaining and evolving our voice is sort of what I describe. So visual voice, how do we bring things to life, you know, through pictures and design and so on. And then in terms of editorial voice, what is our tone? How are we speaking to our readers, our friends, our fans, our consumers, you know, whether it's on the sales side of things like branded content or through Correct. our social channels. And so that's something that I work with all of the teams on. So in terms of a typical day, you know, much of my day is in meetings, honestly, um, you know, just reviewing work that's coming up, things that have gone out, brainstorming with people about things that are yet to come. Um, and it's, it's kind of, it's really fun because there are so many smart people here that I get really inspired by, and it's really wonderful to be able to riff with them. So, um, so, and and can I call you Ange? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, Ange. Ange is fine. Yeah. So, um, I, I guess I, I think just to kind of help our listeners, what is Brit and Co about? I know you guys, you know, you're all about the creative woman, but can you give us, you know, kind of a short spill of what Brit and Co stands for, and the kind of women um, that you guys have been able to serve in the last seven years? Absolutely. So um, at its roots and still to this day, the core of Britain Co. is around encouraging women to live their, more, live their life more creatively, take action in every aspect of their life, and really find their own path. So the way that's sort of um, expanded and contracted over the years is at the beginning it was really about how can you use online tools to do offline creative activities. So we would create DIY tutorials. We would find really cool apps, you know, that can help you turn a photo into a color palette and these types of things. And as we've grown, we've expanded into categories like travel and career and relationships and motherhood and, and home decor and all of this stuff because we realized that being creative in your life is about every single aspect of it and about us really being a resource to encourage and inspire you finding your own path and your unique take on whatever it is you want to do. Correct. And so when you started with Brit and Co, um, you know, you were single, you didn't ha you weren't a mom yet, and now you're a mom. And um, I, I guess I'm just wondering, how do you um, combine your career and your family? Yeah, it's a great question and, and one I'm still figuring out, so I definitely don't have the answers. Um, my daughter is two, and then I'm expecting another 
girl in August, so I have a feeling this answer will evolve many times over the next 18 years. But, um, but for me, you know, part of the ethos of Britain Co. is being able to do more than one thing, right? To be, to have a career, to care about fitness and wellness, to care about your family, and to spend all of that time, um, and to do so thoughtfully. And so, to me, it was a very natural extension to become a mom um, while having a pretty demanding job because my whole goal is to inspire women. So like now that starts with my, the young woman living in my house with me. <laughs> and, and it's been really cool because I was nervous about it, you know, when I got pregnant and then even when I was on maternity leave, it was hard to imagine how I could return in the capacity that I had been working before, you know, where it's, all I'm thinking about and I'm so in it and and it was interesting because things you know I mean mothers out there know things do can be stressful but they definitely seem to fall into place and you're able to balance it in a way you didn't know was possible and I think something changes maybe in your brain I don't know what it is adrenaline um, but I actually felt really motivated to get back to work to kind of be inspiring to my daughter and to say, you know, if I'm going to spend this time away from you, like, it better be for a good reason, you know, and not just for the paycheck. Of course, that is a real and important part of it all. But, you know, the, the fact that the mission of our company and what I'm doing day to day benefits her eventually is what really motivates me. And then, and I would also say from a balance perspective, you know, I... I leave the office at 4.30, so I can always pick her up from preschool by 5 or 5.15. Um, and then I'm really present with her. And, and if I actually hop back online around 8 p.m. after bedtime, that's fine. But often, I just really get it all done in a slightly shorter amount of time than before. That's amazing. And that's, I mean, I, I, that's great to hear. I think you're probably one of the few women that I've heard um, that leaves at 4.30. A lot of, um, you know, a lot of companies especially you know companies that are designed for for men right um expect yeah. you to to kind of leave i think i was i had lunch with someone yesterday and basically she was supposed to be in that office at seven and leave at seven and sometimes she's yeah and i think you know i've i've worked that way before by choice and also not by choice um over the years but for me it was can i do this like let's see you know when i got back from my three months maternity leave, I was like, I want to, you know, I talked with my, the other folks on the exec team and was like, hey, I'm going to try to be leaving at 4.30 every day, you know, unless there's a specific reason. And sometimes I might try to leave at 4, you know, if I get a meeting cancellation. And everyone is basically like, we trust that you're accountable and responsible for the right. business. And so if you establish trust with each other and the folks on your team, then you can make that flexibility work. And I love that you say that because I know that even before having kids, you know, I, I would, you know, always, I would go above and beyond and, you know, just walk my behind off. And um, when I, obviously I still, I still do that, but I think it's, you know, I'm much more comfortable, comfortable in my job now that, you know, I am able to, um, instead of constantly, you know, trying to work, it's more of a strategic um, direction than, you know, just constantly churning out work um, like I used to 10 years ago anyways. Exactly. Um. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, you know, if you establish the fact that if you need to be in the office or you need to be on the phone at whatever time you will be, then everyone trusts 
that you're committed, you're doing the job, and you know, in my case, obviously having been a founding partner here, I can't not think about Britain Co. You know, correct. <laughs> it's, it's your on baby. My mind. It's on my mind whether I'm barbecuing or watercoloring, you know, with my daughter or not. And so, yeah, it's really kind of about trying to be present as much as you can in all of your different sort of compartments. Correct. So, um, and is there any advice you have for women that are currently pursuing, um, you know, the C-suits um, level or they are even just considering management or, you know, director level position where um, they're a little bit worried that, you know, can I do this with a child? Is this even possible? What advice do you have for those women? So I would say, I mean, a couple pieces, and it, you know, it really depends on if you're starting out on your own, if you're trying to move, advance in your career in an existing company or a more corporate structure. So it's a little bit dependent on that. But I would say, you know, management has been my best practice for motherhood. <laughs> um, and just, and there's so much that you learn being a parent and also being a manager that relates uh, to each other, which is sort of funny, and it's not to say my employees are children, because they are not, but you learn about like diplomacy and patience and um, assuming the best of whoever it is you're working with and collaborating to get to a positive solution, which I honestly feel like I learned all of that being a young manager, and I apply it every day to um, working with my daughter on, on different things. But anyway, in terms of you know people who are already mothers diving in and worried about the time commitment and the brain space for it, I would say, you know, it's more and more it is lauded that you are a mom and you are also a motivated career human. I'm not going to say career woman because that feels like a really dated term, but you know that's something that people admire, and so I would be very upfront about it and say, you know. I've interviewed people that have a couple of kids and they say, you know, every so often I would love to be able to work from home. And I actually will say to them, if every so often you want to take the day off and spend a half day with your kiddo, do that instead. <laughs> um, and, I, and I just think it's really about setting boundaries and showing that you're committed to the job. You are on the same team, you know, with whoever it is you're talking to, your potential boss, your potential partner, um, but that you have this family in your life that's incredibly important and you really feel like it's important to do both and that you'll be successful at your job if you have that balance. No, I think I think that's very important um, when you put it in that in, in that perspective. Um, so, and what's a typical day like for you um, as a as an executive, as a mom, as a wife? Well, you, you know, what do you do? What's your morning routine and how do you manage your time and, and your, your commitments throughout the day? Sure, yeah, so we, um, let's see, I get up around 6 or 6.15. If I'm lucky, I will do, you know, a 20-minute prenatal yoga, or I might actually just go for a walk in the neighborhood just to get my body moving. Um, and then, obviously, I get ready, and basically, my husband and I are both, like, showered and fully dressed before our daughter wakes up. Oh, that's awesome. I need to do that. <laughs> so that we can hang out with her, you know, so she gets up around 7.00. Um, we get her dressed. She's become very opinionated about the different clothes she's wearing, so that takes longer than it used to. But um, And then we all have breakfast, and then I drop, we all hop in the car. I drop my husband off 
at his bus stop, and then I drop my daughter off at preschool, and off I come to work. Usually on my commute, because I recently moved to the suburbs, I call one of my parents and catch up with them, or, you know, my brother, people on the East Coast that I often don't have overlapping phone hours with, and, um, and then I get to the office. And like I said, you know, much of my day in the office is made up of meetings that are around making decisions, reviewing work, brainstorming new ideas, and so on. And then I leave around 4.30, my husband meets me at the car, and then we drive home, pick up our daughter around 5.15 or 5.30. And then sometimes we'll go to the playground if we have a little extra time, and then head home, have dinner, play, read books. And then she's in bed around 7. And then we have time to just be a couple. and. Sometimes that means we binge on Netflix shows. Sometimes oh we goodness, both catch yes. up on work for an hour um, and and so on. No, I mean, this sounds like an exciting um, exciting day already. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so a lot of women are obviously trying to redefine success. They're trying to redefine work for themselves. Um, and they are venturing into creative, you know, they are uh, venturing into creative things. Um, wh- what What is available to them on the Britain Co. platform? Um, I think I, I spent some time, obviously, I've, been, I've known about Britain Co. for a while. And I've spent some time, you know, just reading and even sometimes watching the courses, which are amazing. Um, is yeah. there? you know what are the various um, resources and tools that you have that you know women can plug into especially moms that are you know maybe looking to you know have a side gig we're in the gig economy or Mm -hmm. they are you know or they're looking to start a business a creative business Um, what are the various tools that you have that can kind of get women started yeah so um, you know depending on what you're into of course we have an archive of something like 50,000 articles on our site Um, so, you know, if you're looking for a specific side hustle type thing or inspiration, you can obviously search through different profiles. But I would say the best place to start is actually our classes, our online classes, like you mentioned. So we have over 100 of these, and they range from, you know, intro to DSLR photography to how to start a small business, how to create your social voice to calligraphy, you know, so really depending on what you're into. We have a lot of different things to help you start to scratch the surface and hopefully help you kind of find your way and then more classes to kind of bolster that. And then we have, we've we've told a lot of stories about women that have made a big life change to turn their side hustle into their main hustle or just a big career shift. And I personally write a series called Creative Crushin um, that profiles women such as this. And so that's also a nice place to just start because I think it's really helpful to see, you know, you you really just hear about people on Instagram once they're successful or once they're starting something, and you don't necessarily hear about all the different jobs they had beforehand or the fact that they actually started it 10 years ago, and you didn't realize that because, you know, so on. And I think it's really helpful and inspiring to read those stories and kind of get that real talk from people. Um, and so the, that's a really fun place. And then, you know, we, we publish articles about career development and creativity on a weekly, if not daily, basis. And so I would just say always checking back on Brit.co is a great place 
to get inspired. Of course, I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like I said, I spend I spend a lot of time um, on there as well, and I think that you guys have some amazing resources. Even for me, I think when we were studying, but honestly, I went on there and I, you know, watched some videos. There was one about money. Um, I think you guys did that with the budget Nista. I can't remember if that was her or somebody else. Yeah. Also. So yeah. You know, I, I watched that um, definitely, and and I, you know, I got so much out of it. So I mean, definitely kudos to you guys for all you do for women. Um, around the world, obviously, because 50,000 articles and, and videos um, is definitely, you know, plenty for, for women to, to get inspired <laughs> from. So what are you looking forward to with the new pregnancy and, you know, everything else coming? I know you're due August. I am actually due in September, too. Um, oh, with, with a little girl. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So what are you looking forward to and how do you um, envision, you know, things, you know, going for Braden Co. And, you know, what's next for Braden Co.? It seems like you guys are always, you know, kind of evolving um like you said and and you know coming up with some really great ideas and great um creative um activities for women to get involved with yeah so i guess first on the personal side you know i'm i'm excited i'm nervous to have a, a second kiddo um and i'm excited to see you know how my daughter changes as a big sister and, you know, she's become so fun to do art projects with and, and communicate with and just hang out with that it'll be, it'll definitely be a trip to have a newborn again. Um, and to understand what that balance means because, you know, obviously two parents, one kid, it's a lot. It's still crazy, but it's manageable. Absolutely. Two kids, two parents, <laughs> feels like, okay. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm sort of excited for the unknown and just to see what unfolds and to see how things evolve because the other piece being that, you know, when we had, when I had Anoki a couple years ago, we lived in the city, you know, only 10 minutes away from the office, whereas now I'm more like 45 minutes away. So I'll be interested to see how that changes my work style. Um, on the Britain Co. front, you know, we, we're always trying new things and, and I feel that we We'll continue to try new ways of reaching our our reader, our consumer, our friend, our fan, whatever you want to call her, um, because we want to inspire her. And the landscape has changed so much in seven years. You know, seven years ago, everything was a blog. Instagram had just sort of started a couple years before that, but wasn't nearly as big as it is now. Um, and and things have changed so much. And so we want to keep evolving with that change and so you know we've we've tried out doing products we had a three product lines in target a couple of years ago, so i think we may pursue something like that again um, we've done events over the years for the last six years um, and we this year have started doing some smaller events back at our hq here in san francisco to really um, foster the community and connect with people more directly than a large-scale event and so i think we'll continue to do that um, and of course, we'll keep telling stories of inspiring people uh, to help encourage our readers to follow their dreams. <laughs> As cheesy as that is, it's, it's at the end of the day, that's the goal, you know? Exactly. No, it is the goal. Um, even for us at Mother and Slates, how can mothers continue to follow their dreams, you know, you know, despite the demands of motherhood, despite everything that is, you know, kind of happening all at once, right? The pregnancy, the career, the business, the family, the relationship. How can you continue to, you know, develop and, and thrive in motherhood? So thank you so much. Where can our readers find you, Ange? Um, so you can, of course, find me on Instagram at Angelica Temple. 
Um, and then on Brit & Co., if you want to come through my little archive of content, it's Brit.co slash author slash Angelica. And those are, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I mean, I this is so refreshing just to hear, you know, how you got started at Brit, at Brit & Co. I, I think that's really funny that you just kind of like, you know what, I quit and I'm going to go join this venture. And it's, you know, <laughs> it, seven years later, it's so successful. You have, you yeah. know, a daughter and another one coming soon. And it seems like you are, you know, you're definitely, you know, managing and, and obviously still stretching yourself, right? You're still aiming yeah. higher. You're still, you know, reaching for more. I think that's, you know, that's what we try to encourage women um, within our community um, here at Mother Honestly to do, to continue to reach for more, even as motherhood, you know, gets bigger and larger. And sometimes it seems unmanageable. But at the end of the day, everything Absolutely. gets done. <laughs> everything gets done. True. So, and that is all that matters. <laughs> I mean, moms are amazing. Absolutely. There is a superpower that happens when you become a mom, no matter how you become a mom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Angelica, for joining us today. And have a wonderful, wonderful morning. I know it's still around 9 a.m. your time. So enjoy, <laughs> yeah. enjoy the rest of your work day. Thank you. You too. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mother Honestly podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, we urge that you go on and rate, review, and subscribe to the Mother Honestly podcast. Also follow us on Instagram. Yes. And if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, you can reach out to me, the podcast manager, Kristen Baffo at Kristen at MotherHonestly.com. I'm so excited we have our own email. It makes us I feel know. legit. Well, see you guys when you rate, review, and subscribe to us. Thank you. Thank you.